Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick things off with something fun. And this is really kind of, I don't know how to describe this. Have you ever heard of something called donkey hide gelatin? Donkey hide gelatin. Okay, me neither. Uh, apparently it's traditional Chinese medicine. Sometimes it's called the butt hide glue. It's supposed to cure just about everything. Um, bleeding, dizziness, insomnia, dry cough. There's no evidence to back any of this up. Uh, but prices for donkeys around the world have just soared because I guess this donkey skin gelatin, you just gotta have it. Um, but the reason why I bring this up is for sale on Amazon, but if you're in California, you can't buy it. They just banned it in the state. You have to go elsewhere. It's like, okay, what don't they sell on Amazon? Would somebody tell me, you know, speaking of donkeys, yeah, I know you're ready for this one. What do you get when you cross a small dog with a donkey? What do you get when you cross a small dog with a donkey? Anyone? Anyone? A Jack Russell Derriere. Oh, womp, womp. Yeah. On that happy note, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing, as I like to say, is now a tech thing. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess, here with you once again. It's the biggest show. It's the best show. It's an award-winning show. And if it's your first time tuning in, a big welcome to you. And if you're a regular listener, it's always nice to have familiar faces in the crowd. And you can, of course, find me on over 420 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming as the webcast 24-7 over at commando.com. Just hit the button that says Commando Community. And yes, that is commercial free. And a big hello and Merry Christmas goes out to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force. In 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network radio serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women. I just love that. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, you can count on me to make sure that we're both up to date on everything that's going on in the tech universe. And here are the top five things you need to know right now. I'm going to start with Mark Zuckerberg. He is building a $100 million hidden compound on his Hawaiian Island ranch, and he doesn't want you to know about it. Okay, and it's not just him. Other billionaires are doing the same. Okay, Zuckerberg has purchased this gorgeous 1,400-acre ranch spanning from the oceans to the mountains on the island of Kauai in 2014. In the last few years, he started a major construction project. Workers had to sign non-disclosure agreements promising to keep everything secret. So what exactly is the Zuck building? Hmm, okay. Well, some people have looked at the plans and the permits. They include a, a blast-resistant door. It's going to be 5,000 feet of bunker space underground there in Kauai. And it's not just him. Uh, Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, he and uh, co-founder Peter Thiel, PayPal's co-founder, that is, they have an arrangement set up in case the world is ending. Hmm. Uh, if things hit the fan, they're going to fly to one of Thiel's properties in New Zealand to hide out. So what exactly are they all worried about it? No one's really saying, but let's think about what could be on the list. Wars, pollution, asteroids, climate, a robot revolution, aliens, famine, viruses. You know, think about that. Maybe all of the above. As for me, I don't have a bunker. I'm all good. I have cash. I have guns. I have food. 
and I have God. Uh, number two on our list, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It's a magical time of years, but criminals are parading around online as Amazon employees try to trick you out of your personal information. They are coming through email, text, and phone calls. You might get an email that says your Amazon account has been put on hold or your Prime account is locked for suspicious activities. You know, don't fall for this, okay? Always contact Amazon directly to see if a message is legit. Uh, coming in at number three, I talk a lot about Google, YouTube, and Facebook, but two of the world's top visited websites are, ready for it, porn sites. That's right. I read about this guy by the name of Greg Lansky from Strike Three Productions. They're saying that he is the Spielberg of porn. So why am I talking about this? Well, Greg doesn't make money because he makes masterpieces. A big part of his income comes from suing people who download his work illegally. That's right. Uh, they've filed at least 12,000 copyright lawsuits against John Doe's who download his porn. Uh, most of these lawsuits are using the same boilerplate, and they usually end up in settlements because the downloader pays because he doesn't want the publicity of his name out there associated with porn. The guy is making tens of millions of dollars this way. So if you happen to be one of these people who are downloading porn illegally on BitTorrent, you might want to stop right now. Coming in at number four, I need to raise my hand because this affects me. Talking about Peloton bikes. If you bought your bike before 2017, Peloton is cutting off support for the older tablets come June 2024. So if you're riding with an older model, you're not going to be able to join the live classes. Why? Peloton says the tech is getting too old. We can't keep up with everything. So what do you get in exchange for this very expensive bike that you purchased? Uh, you get a $500 on their latest model. Oh, thank you so much. That's so awesome. Uh, you can get a new tablet for your bike. That's $325. Okay, this is just whacked if you ask me. The reason why I bring it up is that if you buy a used Peloton online, make sure that you're not going to be hit with these charges. And finally, this coming in at number five. Uh, let's see, we spend about 85,000 hours at work during our lives. And new survey out this past week about the biggest office annoyances. Coming in at number one, are you ready? TikTokers, yes. People that are turning the office into a dance set. We don't like you. Number two, vapors. Unlike smokers who step outside, vapors are puffing away indoors. Oh, you shouldn't be vaping anyway. Uh, number three, cold water swimmers. Yeah, this is a thing. Uh, thanks to the new ice bath technique trend, a lot of people are doing ice baths. I don't know if I could do that. I love warm water. I don't even, I don't even go in the water in Maui if it's less than 85 degrees. I don't know how people do these ice baths. But anyway, it's supposed to make you a more energized person. So before you start talking about it at work, people are just saying that you are annoying. That's it. Speaking of ice, if you accidentally drop ice cubes on the floor, just gently kick them under the refrigerator. That's right. You accidentally drop ice cubes on the floor. Just kick them right under the fridge because soon it'll just be water under the fridge. <laughs> I just cracked myself up. Uh, let's see. How about we start with David in Marietta, Georgia? 
Uh, well, first of all, thanks for the newsletter this morning. You had some great last-minute gift ideas for those who don't subscribe to that. <laughs> Not just tech, but uh, there was some kitchen stuff. There's all kind of good ideas in that. Well, so. thank you for that, David. We work hard. Certainly. I know you do. Um, yeah, I've got a question, and that is uh, assimilating different file types, like getting ready for a project, getting ready for meetings, whatever. I know you can just throw things in a file folder on a desktop or whatever, and most of them, you know, you can, can pull back up that way. Um, but I'm not sure about collaboration. And, um, you know, if there's a program that you like or whatever, when you're assimilating information like that from all these different types of, of files, and you know, it could be websites, could be notes, could be voice files, could be, you know, whatever that might be more shareable in a, you know, in a collaborative environment. Um, what type of business do you have? Uh, let's just say business consulting. Okay. And then are there people located around the country that you're yes. talking to all day long? Yeah. Different partners work with each other depending on, you know, what who the client is, that sort of thing. And then, and then we have a support team that, you know, is reviewing information, putting things together for us, helping prep. Okay. So, um, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you how... I'll tell you how we've been running our operations. Um, and maybe this is an idea for you. Okay. Um, we have totally embraced the Google works, Google workspace. Okay. Uh, I initially was against it because I was like, no, I use outlook and I love outlook and I don't want to switch yeah. from outlook. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, Microsoft word is going to be great. And so that was probably about five years ago. Today, I couldn't imagine going back to Microsoft products. Couldn't imagine it. Hmm. Uh, for example, I'm visualizing my desktop right now. Uh, is that I have uh, one app that's always open. It's called, it's Google Chat. And with Google Chat, I no longer send emails to anybody within the company, which is such an incredible hmm. time saver. Because I can just pop on Kip and say, have you heard from NetSuite today or what's going on with this agency? I can hop on with Allie and say, do you need me to give a final run through on the newsletter? Uh, or they can go with me, vice versa. Maddie can say that I've booked this call for the show or uh, Amber can say, you know, we need to talk about taxes. And you can attach files, pictures, voice memos, whatever inside that Google chat. And it just is, is an incredible time saver because no longer are you having to compose an email, put in a subject. And then, you know, in an email, you can't just say what you want to say, right? You have to say, hi, David, how are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then it sounds really rude, but in a chat, you don't need to do that. Okay. Um, also, it was important for me as a business owner within Google Chat that just like Slack, all the history is saved. So I can go back in time if I needed to with, say, an employee who's no longer here or an employee that was not a good employee. You know what I'm saying, right? For legal mm -hmm. purposes. Um, then we have different folders for different aspects of the business, but we can set those priorities and controls so that not everybody will have access to the financial folder or the contracts folder and you understand what I'm saying with that vein, right? Um, right. Then there are uh, what's called spaces. Spaces are uh, places where you can have you and me ha and our assistant has one chat space. So anything that is said on that is said among us in our, in our team, 
So you have different teams. And then you can also have team members that are not part of your organization. So like we have advertising agencies that are based in Dallas that aren't obviously in-house, but we do a lot of work with them so we can operate with them very efficiently. Okay. Uh, Google Docs, collaborative sheets, but everybody can work on it. And then you can really leave notes for everybody within there. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's what, what you're missing in, a, in an environment that's not collaborative is, is the notes. Where are we? What version are we on? That sort of thing. The only thing with what you're suggesting that I see might be problematic, other than be a, being a sea change type of, of change to an entire organization, is uh, client emails coming and going because we're communicating with them constantly and attorneys and with, okay, and with things like that. Okay, with the client emails, we use another product called HubSpot. And with HubSpot, okay. you put all your clients in there. Your email is sent from that program itself. It's being sent through Gmail or whatever you're using. But all the correspondence is tracked within there. Their replies are put under their particular record. And so okay. we have found that to be an efficient way. In addition to that, there are now AI tools for the salespeople that we've just started using that will automatically send a note out to a prospect if they haven't responded in 10 days uh, mm -hmm. or five days or whatever it may be so that the sales rep doesn't have to sit there and compose these notes. Hey, I haven't heard from you. So mm -hmm. all this is done streamlined automatically. So if you're looking for that solution, I would recommend HubSpot. That's just because that's what we're using. There's another product you might want to look at called Monday. Uh, and Monday allows for a lot of customization for for controlling projects. If you are looking at a big project and you need to have assigned tasks, uh, that's, right. that's, the, that's the, the solution that we've been using. Again, it's called Monday. Okay. All right. So HubSpot, Monday, and Google. And Ever, I would, I'm going to give you one more, Evernote. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I, but you know, so you know, so it's 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 what will work for your business and for your environment. But right. we have found that over the years that these are the tools that we are using, and these are the ones that we go back to. Uh, and you know, we always have like that free thirty day trial, so you can take a look at it. But Monday, we have found uh, really to help streamline a lot of the projects, uh, assign tasks, keep things on target. And again, it has a lot of customization, so you might want to try that for your business as well, David. Um, if you run to any, any roadblocks along the way, just give me a call back. I'm always here for you. You know, if you're running a business and if you have any business questions, I'm your go-to gal. I started this business years ago, and let me tell you, I'm so proud to say that I have no debt and I have no investors. Love that. All right, there's still time to change that seat on the airplane if you're going to be traveling for the holidays. And Google Flights is terrific for figuring out the best and cheapest way to get from point A to point B. But what about seats? How do you know you're not going to be scrunched in a tiny little seat the whole time? Well, there's a Chrome browser extension called Legroom for Google Flights. Love that. When you're using Google Flights, you can see how much legroom there is per seat by the flight that you have selected. Now, you're not out of luck if you don't use the Chrome browser. Head over to this website, SeatGuru.com. Once again, that's SeatGuru.com. Enter in the airline, the flight number, and then you see this handy-dandy map of all the best seats with the most legroom. Oh, love that, SeatGuru.com. And joining us on the show is our amazing content queen, 
Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So I knew that we were going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. Okay. So I decided to enlist the help of artificial intelligence. <gasps> I mean, why could I? Why do I just have to come up with my own resolutions? Now, I will tell you that ChatGPT, when I go on, it knows that I am Kim Commando. It knows, <laughs> it knows what I do. Sure. It, it knows about the newsletters and the shows and the books and the awards and all this other stuff. So okay. I said, you know, give me 10 New Year's resolutions. Number one, uh, commit to learning a new tech skill. Oh, maybe mm. you could get really good at like Excel. It says coding. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Enhance your online presence. Any suggestions? Start a new podcast. <laughs> Which we're doing. Okay. We are doing that. We'll put that under advisement. Oh, this one. Dedicate time to stay updated on cybersecurity. Oh, Kim, you really should do that. That would be good for the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here's another one. Aim to educate others about the importance of digital literacy. <gasps> Wouldn't that be something? Write articles and create content. <laughs> Where, who is this? What is this? Okay. I do. I did. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm not going to go through the... I'm going to just give you... This is just one more. Set a good example by balancing tech use with regular digital detoxes, encouraging a healthy relationship with technology. I've actually been meaning to tell you that you're on your phone too much. <laughs> uh, I am. I know that, but I'm not going to stop. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I'm just not going to stop. All right. So what about your resolution? Oh, my resolutions. Man, I only have two that I've really like, okay, I want to do this. Um, I don't know. I've told you about this. I started doing yoga every day. Earlier this year, I'm at like day 300 and something. Oh, good for so you. I'm almost a year straight of yoga. So that is definitely going to be an exciting one early in the year. And um, I need to deal with my clothing situation, like the what closet. The it's everywhere. Remember, I told you we moved bedrooms. Yes. The clothes are still everywhere. So I need to swap closets. Get our bedroom in order. You know, I think your clothing is probably like mine. Mm. Okay. Although I have years on you, obviously. Is that you're probably basically the same size as you've always been, right? Yes. Okay, so you may buy clothes, <laughs> okay, but you still have the other clothes that still fit, and they still are okay, so you don't want to get rid of them, and that's been my problem. Yeah, no, that's true, and then we had the, you know, the, the COVID work from home phase where it was like, well, I'm just going to hang up, like, my sweatsuits and my yes. tracksuits and my rompers because... Yeah, why would I waste time? But now back in the office and, you know, looking a little more dressed up for work. So it's a whole mess. We got to work on that. I'm glad you brought up AI in this because I'm going to make the case that AI can help you make better resolutions than you would make on your own. Mine, mine sucked. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no those weren't okay. very good. But no. I uh, kind of brings us back to one of those principles, right? Garbage in, garbage out. You said give me resolutions. Right. Yeah, they're going to suck. Of course they are. You have to give more. So how do you do this? Um, you probably know this, Kim. You listening, you've probably heard. When you make a goal, it should be SMART. Remember that acronym that's like, okay, specific, measurable, assignable, realistic, and timely related. So this means a, a good goal isn't like, I want to be healthier. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. But if you say, by July 1st, I want to run a 5K. Okay, great. That's measurable. It's actionable. We can plan toward that. You don't have to think about exactly how that will look for your goals. You can tell AI to do it for you. So you can say, I really want to become a better cook 
in 2024. Can you help me come up with some SMART goals? A SMART, all That's caps. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And then it'll give you actual things that you can do that are SMART, measurable, blah, blah. This one I love. I use it for everything. And of course, we're going to use it for goals. The phrase, you are. So this tells the chatbot, chat, GPT, Bard, whatever you're using, what kind of response you want, what kind of tone you want, who you want to talk to. Um, for this, you could say you are a life coach, you're a therapist, you're a productivity expert, you're a fitness coach, you're a leadership development expert. Whatever you want to get better at, you kind of put the robot in that frame of mind when you use the phrase you are. So you're a life coach. I need help making goals for 2024. I did this with OpenAI and with Bard. I liked Bard's uh, tone better. It responded with, all right, let's embark on this goal setting journey together. Take a deep breath. Think about your life in 2024. <laughs> and it gave me this whole thing, right? Did and you it, use Life Coach? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I tried a bunch of them and you do get different results and you get a different tone. So I think Life Coach is a nice one if you're like, hmm, what am I doing with myself? Yeah. yeah you know what? Let me tell you about Life Coaches. Okay. <laughs> Don't I mean, pay for it. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I have, I know somebody who's a Life Coach. Oh. Okay. She has failed at three businesses. Okay. <laughs> she has... Three ex-husbands, uh-huh. uh, four kids with four baby daddies. Okay. And she's a life coach. She, and how do I know this? Because she sent me a message on Facebook to say, hey, I'm now a life coach. I'm sitting there like, <gasps> I'm like saying to myself, like, really? Maybe it's like the those who can't do teach <laughs> situation. <laughs> so, I, you know, so maybe the AI life coach has more... I guess, uh, experience that in being life coachy. I'm not sure. Or you know what? It's not going to charge you however much for a course or a call or a this or that. This is free. Maybe so, I should be a life coach. What do you think? Um, yeah, let's put that on your 2024 goals. <laughs> you I know what? That. The problem would be like, okay, get your butt in gear. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, this is like not the life coach who's going to like coddle you. No, and, no, 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 no. Stop no. your whining. Yeah. Stop yeah. being victim <laughs> and get going. <laughs> Go on, Allie. What else do we have with AI? Our next prompt, ask me questions. I really like this one. I've used it for multiple things. If you feel overwhelmed when you're trying to come up with ideas for what do I want next year to look like, you can have AI kind of guide you through a questionnaire. I find sometimes, you've probably had this, Kim, where maybe you ask something and it spits out, I don't know, a list of 10 questions at you, and it feels a little bit overwhelming. So what I say is, so maybe this is a, something that I would type in, help me figure out some goals for 2024, ask me questions to help me decide what to focus on. But then this is the little pro tip. I want you to ask me one question at a time. So this way, as you go, it takes in the information you've given and it leads into the next thing. It's not just like, hey, Here's 20 things to think about, because that's not very helpful. At this point, you're probably getting some stuff back, and you need to keep refining. So say I said, I want to get in shape, and it says, and we decide together, me and the AI, okay, great, I'm going to run a 5K. And I say, give me a plan to do that. Well, maybe the first plan I get, and I did this, this is a real thing that I, I did, um, OpenAI built me this like 12-week running plan. Okay, cool what if I'm not ready for that? What if it's too hard? And so then I said, hey, I never run. This is too much for me. Can you help me ramp up to it? And then it gave me a 20-week plan that started oh, out with good. like 15-minute walks, right? That's good. So, so basically, so the bottom line here is that, you know, you're going you're gonna to set it up 
the AI, whether it's Bard or ChatGPT, yep. instead of me just saying, give me 10 resolutions <laughs> and it tells me to go write more and to have a digital detox, whatever, <laughs> uh, that you really set it up is that you tell it what the goal is yep, and then, and then ask for help along the way. Exactly. Yes. And these phrases, these specific phrases, we're going to put these in the newsletter. So make sure you get the current. We're going to send that out around the first when you're planning your resolutions. So this will help you. And then finally, the last one that I like is what's going to get in the way when you're planning a goal. It's easy sometimes to do something that either mm, not very realistic or you're not thinking about all the stuff that could go wrong. Right. So you can say, hey, my goal is to blank run a 5K. What are some obstacles that might come up? How can I overcome those? And then that gets your mind thinking like, oh yeah, I might have to work late sometimes and I can't run. Well, you know, I'm glad because you're going to put all this in the newsletter. So if, if, if you are listening right now, and you're like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Is that make sure that you sign up for the newsletter. Head over to getkim.com. Again, that's getkim.com. We'll put it all in there. And I, I, start, I wrote down some of my resolutions. Okay. okay. Uh, I really want to learn how to rock climb. Oh. Because I'm pretty nimble, and I think that would be kind of fun to do. That would be fun. Um, I, I've always wanted to learn Spanish, which that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I'd like to clean my office. I'll, I'll try. Um, <laughs> I'd like to stop working. That's, that's, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen either. That's not really a resolution of mine. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, last year I had a resolution, and it was to drink more water, you know, to drink more water. Did you do it? Um, I've only gotten as far as drink more. <laughs> that's it so once again for help on sending these resolutions you want to sign up for the newsletter uh ali thanks again for being here thanks for everything that you've done over the last year we've got an exciting 2024 planned i it's just going to be a wild ride it folks sure let is. me tell you better hang on <laughs> and in case you want to sign up for the newsletter if you don't already get it head over to getkim.com all right so i know you're on the road because it's the holidays if you're looking for the cheapest fuel of course you can use gas buddy but if you have the Waze app you can also tap where to and then search for gas stations and that will show you the lowest price along the way. Uh, you can also send an alert if you're running late. You can share your ETA and Google Maps. Just tap directions and then start. And then that's where you can share the tip progress. This is super handy. This is fabulous. You can do the same thing inside Apple Maps and Waze. And finally, as you're driving along, you know, say the wake word for your smart assistant. And then keep in mind, you don't always have to sit there and fumble with it while you're driving. Uh, you can say, give me directions home. Where am I? Find a gas station. How long till I get there? Uh, help me listen to the Kim Commando show. Well, it would probably help you do that too. If you need any more steps here as far as to how to set up all that ETA and waves and good stuff like that, head over to commando.com and hit that link that says show picks right on the homepage. All right, Randy Joe in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, just uh, I, I had a question that's plagued me for a few years, and I finally, uh, every time I tried to research it, you know, I get uh, the runaround. So I thought you might have a better answer for me. Or uh, I'm I've owned a domain name for many years now, and uh, well, I used to own five, but I gave up all the other four because because it became so expensive. But right. I, I've uh, kept one that is very important to me and goes back to a company I started back in 1985, and I'm not really. <clears throat> Uh, using right now, but I don't want to lose it. <clears throat> but every year the price just keeps going up, and I just feel like there has to be a better way. But I just wondered if uh, you could give me some kind of a maybe you might have a, an answer on how to secure my name. Uh, the 
That's, I mean, cause it seems like it's funny that, you know, you, you don't really own your name. You're just renting it from somebody, you know? Oh, as far as the domain name? Yeah, 100%. Yes. You know, it seems like that should be yours <laughs> like I, yes. for as much as we paved for it, but you're still just renting that big old penthouse in the sky. And, and, and I had it parked, and, I, and one of the things that's aggravated me in the last year or so is uh, I noticed that somebody tried to pull my name up, and uh, they said, hey, your name's for sale. And, uh, and I went to double-check, and it actually did go to a page where it's saying, well, this name uh, – this name is currently owned, but if you're interested in buying it, let us know. And I thought, well, that's not, so they're almost advertising to sell my name, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's always a good idea, even if you're not going to use the domain, is to have at least an informational page up. Uh, because if there's, if the domain doesn't exist without a page, then it becomes suspect for, uh, for these scams and these, I hate to use the word opportunities where people say, oh, you know, maybe this person want to sell it and then I, maybe I can make some money being a broker with it. Um, how much are you spending a month for the domain? Uh, I mean, that's the thing. I'm on a really tight budget, uh, actually, too. I should let you know that. So it's uh, I'm actually only spending whatever it costs for me uh, to register it every year, each year. Well, what, do you know? Sometimes it's about twenty one ninety five a year. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, I know it is to most people, but it just seems crazy. I mean, I just, I just, I just, I guess I just wanted to know if there was any way that, um, you know, if, you know, um, okay, could you give me information on, on these information pages? Uh, sure. Uh, but, you know, that's going to cost, I mean, it's going to cost you money to do that. And if you're saying okay. that you can't afford $22 a year for a domain, and then you're not going to want to spend $8 a month or $12 a month to put up an informational page there. So I think, you know, Randy, what we're looking at is, you know, if you want to keep the domain is that you're going to have to spend $22 a year to keep that domain. Uh, if you're looking for some side hustle work, we've got tons of lists on the website. I mean, there are things that you could be doing to make some, you know, extra money on the side. It's not going to be enough to take you on vacation to Maui, but it could be enough that this is, doesn't seem like, this is such a burden to have $22 a year on a domain. You know, I'm kind of thinking about how, you know, maybe being an online juror, uh, you know, you make $60 a case with that and maybe do one case a month. That's 60 bucks a month. Uh, you could do TaskRabbit. You could be a virtual consultant. I mean, there are all kinds of things. We have a list of uh, really good, legitimate work-at-home opportunities over on the website at commando.com. Okay, that's just a whole strange phone call to me. I don't know if you felt the same way. Prepare to be shocked to see a map of every single place that you've been. Just be prepared. I'm telling you, you are. You want to go to timeline.google.com, timeline.google.com. And on the left-hand side, you can narrow down your travels by the year, the month, and the day. Once again, that's timeline.google.com. Just a quick reminder that, yes, only a few days left to enter to win that brand new iPhone 15 valued at $799. Head to commando.com slash win. And from all of us at the Kim Commando Show, have a very Merry Christmas. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.